There is this craftsman who is doing some work in a very ornate church. Very historic. And he is somewhere in the back, near the organ pipes. When this little old lady opens the doors of the church, walks slowly down the main aisle, goes to the statue of the Virgin Mary, she kneels down, wraps her rosary beads around her hands, she begins to pray. Well, the craftsman thinks he's going to have some fun with this. So he goes and hides behind the statue of Jesus. And he calls out, Woman! Woman! Don't pray to her. Pray to me. And the little old lady looks up and says, Be quiet, I'm talking to your mother. (laughs) You've all said that to someone at some point. This lady just said it to Jesus. In today's Gospel lesson from Luke 17, ten lepers talk to Jesus, and keeping their distance, they shout out, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And presumably they are quiet when Jesus tells them, go and show yourselves to the priests. And as they go, all ten are Healed. But there's something weird about this verse. I don't know if you picked up on it. Uh, Let me rewind to verse 14. (laughs) Go and show yourself to the priests. But there are no Father Pauls or Father Davids or Reverend Kathleen's in the first century. There's no Christian church yet. So what priests is Jesus talking about? Well, not rabbis. Yes, we're talking about the temple priests, the Jewish priests. And Jesus is sending these lepers, because most of them are Jewish. He's sending them back to the Jerusalem temple so that the temple priests can declare them ritually clean so they can re-enter society and go back to their families. So here, Jesus is showing concern not just for these men's or women, or whoever they are. He's showing concern for their physical needs, for their spiritual needs, and their social needs. If you think that we should do that with people, if you think you should do that with people, if you think St. Paul's should do that with folks, say amen. Amen. Great. God help us to do just that. But one of the ten doesn't go to the Jerusalem temple to be declared clean. What does he do? It tells us in Luke 17, verse 15. One of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice. He prostrated himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. So, is Jesus impressed with this? Does Jesus seem pleased with this response? Well, yes, except he also seems very surprised. Check out what Jesus says again. He says, we're not ten made clean, but the other nine, where are they? Was none of them found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? So there's a secret. To understand this passage, Luke 17, this incident, you have to recall that it's taking place in the borderlands between Samaria and Galilee. Borderlands. Let's say that together. 
Borderlands. Now I'm going to give you a statement. You tell me whether the statement is true or whether it's false. First century Jews love Samaritans. False. Pretty much they despised Samaritans. And yet Jesus welcomes the foreigner. He reaches out to the other. He even commends the Samaritan's faith. And he heals him. Jesus demonstrates concern for the outsider, the other, by welcoming and healing him. If you think we should do the same with people, if you think you should do the same with people, if you think we should do the same as St. Paul, say, Amen. Amen. That's right. We are called to do the same. The Reverend Dr. Audrey West, she has some interesting things to say about this passage. Here's what she says. At the beginning of Jesus' ministry, Jesus extends his mission beyond the boundaries of his homeland. Where's Jesus from? Making sure you're awake. And Jesus reminds his listeners that there were also many lepers in Israel at the time of the prophet Elisha. And none of them were cleansed except Naaman the Syrian. And in response, his townspeople seek to throw Jesus over a cliff. It can be difficult to accept the welcoming ways of God. It can be very difficult, but by God's grace, you are striving to accept the welcoming ways of God here at St. Paul's. How? Through family promise, through Paul's place, through a revived Stephen's ministry, and a bunch of other things that I don't know about. To be a disciple of Jesus, To be an Episcopalian is to sign up for a life of serving others. To be a disciple of Jesus, to be an Episcopalian, is to sign up for a life of serving others. Whether that's tutoring kids, advocating for environmental justice, or reaching out to the outsider. The outsider among your family, the outsider at your workplace, the outsider at school. The person that everyone treats like a leper. I want you to use your imagination helmets now. If you put your imagination helmets on for a second. Uh, Some of you, this is going to be hard for you to find your imagination. But what I want you to do is I want you to picture in your mind, I want you to think through your life, whether it's school or your workplace, your social circles, your neighborhood, I want you to think of someone who is an outsider. The people sort of treat like a leper. So if you need to close your eyes, that's fine. If not, but can you see that person? Can you think of someone who's an outsider that you see once in a while? I see some heads nodding. I see some of you going, gee, when is lunch going to happen? So (laughs) if you can see that person, that's great because reach out to them with God's help. Reach out to them with God's help. That's the call of the disciple, the Episcopalian, to reach out to them with the help of God. And if you feel like you're the outsider, you feel like you're alone, you feel like you're in this desert period in your life, well, know that God is reaching out to you. And now, for some very bad Jokes. Uh, how bad are they? Those who've heard them before? Very bad. Very bad. All right. Okay. Bad joke number one. 
Did you hear about the guy who fell onto an upholstery machine? He's fully recovered now. <laughs> upholstery recovered. Okay. Bad joke number two. Uh, she had a photographic memory, but it never fully developed. <laughs> yeah, I, I said they were bad. And then number three. This one you might have to think about. When he saw her first strands of gray hair, she thought she'd die. She thought she'd die, yes. Now, before you die of bad humor, let's move back to the sermon. In Jesus' day, lepers were pushed to the borderlands of society, where they had to give up everything and everyone they loved in order to experience an agonizing, slow death. Now thankfully, today, we can cure Hansen's disease, leprosy. But there are still may too many individuals and groups who are pushed to the borderlands of physical pain and social agony. Some questions. Have you ever walked the borderlands of physical pain and social agony? Anyone? Have you went through an ordeal, uh, an accident, or cancer, or something? Not fun places to be, right? Another question. Have you ever stepped into the borderlands on behalf of someone else? A friend? An advocate? Or as a caregiver? If you've done that, that's good because that is the way of Jesus. Now here's the tough question. The spiritual homework. Have you been bypassing the borderlands? Just walking on by. Staying safely on your side of the border, your side of the family, your side of the school, your side of the workplace, your side of the church, your side of the political spectrum. With God's help, step into the borderlands. With God's people together, step into the borderlands. With Jesus, step into the borderlands. Now, will you sometimes boldly step into the borderlands? I hope so. I hope once in a while you'll boldly step in. Uh, sometimes will you just bypass the borderlands? Yes. Uh, sometimes you'll do so with a little bit of guilt, a little shame. But sometimes you'll just be so busy you won't even notice. And sometimes will you be sort of just confused about where you should be and what you should do and which way is which? Yeah. I mean, just look at the local news in Delray, or for the country, or for the world. So easy to become confused, or frustrated, or so angry, or just, what can I do that will even make a difference? But regardless of how your life is going at any particular time, turn back from your life, and come to this altar, week by week. And praise God with a loud voice, prostrating yourself. Prostrating yourself. 
As you give thanks to God for all that is good in your life. This is the holy meal of lepers. Clean and unclean. This is the holy meal of God's love, which strengthens us to step into the borderlands. This is the Eucharist. Suck of this meal. Be strengthened by Christ week after week. And then, and then, go and love the leper. Then go and let God love the leper in you. Then go. This week, this afternoon, reach out to that outsider. Step into those borderlands. Amen.